car still parked on the street? Well, I, I had to leave it there while, until I back Mona's out. Well, I just don't want any sawdust from the wheeler's tree to get on it and scratch the finish. Oh. Angela, would you stop worrying about that car? Really? What was that? It couldn't be. everyone. Welcome back to Ayo. Hey, the Who's the Boss podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Kevin. And we are here to rewatch and discuss every single episode of Who's the Boss. I got two messages today on Instagram. Um, one was a lady named Liz who just started listening and she was just saying that it's been so nice to like relive the um, show and like she's really enjoying the podcast and I, I forgot to thank her if she did start from the beginning for continuing on because we were awful I, I meant to tell I her know. that we get marginally better we, we you and I have even on. discussed redoing episode I one I know we shouldn't but I, we have oh and then the other we got a message from an old friend of ours from Florida that we haven't spoken to in years. Right. right and yeah. I was a bit embarrassed that he was listening to it <laughs> <laughs> because it was someone that we know, but um, it, it, no, it's fine. It's just that, you know, it's that nerdy factor, but yes. he, he, yeah. he knew us pretty well and he knows I'm a nerd. So that was fun. And he has also said that he's enjoying it. I'm glad that, and yeah, first no, of all, I'm glad that anyone's getting any enjoyment about out of anything right now. Yeah, so exactly. We can That's bring number you one. The smallest amount of enjoyment, then that just makes me happy. Um, okay, so today we're going to review season three, episode fifteen. The title is Tony the Patchmaker. Mm, the For, Patchmaker. Yeah. So we we had Tony the Matchmaker in a previous season. Now this is Tony the Patchmaker. Mm. The episode first aired January 27th, 1987. And the TV Guide summary says, Jeffrey and Angela break up when he blames her for letting his new sports car get totaled. And Tony feels responsible because he parked the car on the street. (laughs) I never read these beforehand because I'd like (laughs) to read them fresh. And that that just, I mean, it gave a detail. It did. It was a detail there. This was written by Ken Cinnamon and Karen Wengrod, who we've we've seen their episodes before. Oh yeah, plenty of sure. times. Yeah. Um, okay, so when this episode starts, Jonathan is cracking eggs. All right, hang on. First of all, okay. <laughs> I noticed in this opening scene, yeah. there is an under the counter coffee maker that's not under the counter; it just sits on the counter. Oh. That coffee maker, because I'm pretty sure I had that as a kid. My oh, parents it's said, like the space saver. It's a space saver. It's, yes, what you're I say, right. Under the counter, I meant, oh my God. Oh, under the cabinet. Under the cabinet. No, Not I under, under totally counter. understood what you meant. Um, yes, yeah, it's got the little things on the side and it slides yeah. into a thing and it's supposed to go underneath because it's a space saver. We had that as when I was a kid. And it's just sitting on the counter. Yeah, now, okay, so, so I'm wondering, me. is this the first time we've seen this one? I don't know. Or I mean, I is think this so, always I the think coffee maker that's I there? Think, I don't know, but I'm sure we'll go through tons of <laughs> dig through the archives and 
try to find the coffee makers. That's another thing I realized today that I have just become a a vault of useless knowledge about who's the boss now. That's okay. And that I have absolutely no need for that at any other point of you know my daily yeah, routine. Yeah, something. I'm a vault, just a vault like, of useless. Someday, maybe when I'm retired, knowledge. if the Paley Center for TV and um, radio is still open, maybe I could just volunteer and I could stand in front of the Who's the Boss section mm. and maybe like, ask who's me the about section? Who's the Boss. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> But maybe they will. Maybe by then. Right. Especially since the show's making a return someday. <laughs> so uh, Danny Pintaro probably had a lot of fun with this scene because kids love to crack eggs mm-hmm. and they love to really give them a good smash too. So it's not like he even has to do it neatly. He's smashing it into the edge of the bowl, then kind of crumpling the shell a bit and then just dropping the entire thing into the mm-hmm. bowl. Tony asks... Where did you learn how to crack eggs like that? And he says, Mom. Oh, she does not to do anything, I guess, <laughs> in the kitchen. And Tony's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then, I, I mean, I think maybe Danny Pintaro got some sort of salmonella from these eggs. because right. wallowing in it. He is missing from three quarters of this episode. Yeah, yeah, he breaks all these <laughs> eggs, and then he just disappears. <laughs> Never to be seen again or in this episode or heard from. Yeah, we see him one, no one, one more time. No, I realize that we do see him one more time, but oh, then right? he ne- he's gone after that. Okay. But probably because Tony was a jerk to him. Okay, we'll get there. So uh, Angela comes in and Tony's like, oh, morning, Angela. You want some eggs or egg shells? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she doesn't even realize what he said. No. And she's like, um, no, I'd love to, but Jeffrey's going to be here any moment. And then she asks Tony if the garage is clean. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm going to assume that Tony always keeps that garage pretty clean, but if, like, he needed to have it some sort of extra clean, hopefully this was the first time, this was not the first time he's heard of it. I mean, there's a chance a whole uh, gymnastics setup is That's true. Still right hanging in the middle of it. So she just poured herself a cup of coffee out of this little space saver, but he was making coffee, so he must be making more coffee. Yeah. But there's enough for Angela. I wonder if they would really drink that coffee. Oh, it might have been real working coffee maker. Yeah, I know that happens was. quite a bit on sets like that. Oh, yeah. So last, was it last year? Mm. Um, well, it was obviously before COVID and I was still going to work. We got to go one day to, I work for Viacom CBS and um, this was back when it was still CB, just CBS. And we got to go to the Radford lot. No, I'm sorry. TV City. That's where we went. Um and we walk through the Bold and the Beautiful mm. sets, I believe. Could have been Young and the Restless. Don't have that great of a memory. But what I do remember was that in the bar setup, behind the bar, they just had a bunch of coffee makers. <laughs> and so it oh, was like... Oh, that you like, couldn't see, I guess. Yeah, but it was like the coffee bar. Oh. Yeah. And some people got coffee from it. Okay. Anyway, so That's yes. cool. Could have possibly been a working coffee maker. Um so Angela's like, no, I just want to, um, Jeffrey's going to leave his car here for the mm. weekend when he goes out of town. So I just want it to be clean. And she's like, you know how he is about his things. And Tony's like, yeah, obsessive. And she's like, no, he's just worried about his own garage because they're doing work and there could be paint fumes or I something have like that. Fumes. So this means that Jeffrey does have his own apartment. Well, he's got something that's got a garage. Right. So how come when they wanted to get it on and they couldn't find anywhere to go, 
they didn't go back to Jeffrey's apartment as opposed to... Maybe he's got roommates. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Jeffrey has a whole other family that <coughs> Angela doesn't know about. Mm, so Scandalous. Just then, they hear an obnoxious honking. And Samantha's like, who's the doofus that's honking? <laughs> and Angela says, that's not a doofus, that's Jeffrey. Yep. And then she looks out the kitchen window and says, heavenly stars. Oh, God. <laughs> I know that's even cheesy for Angela. I know it is. But we have heard her before. And Tony say, says holy mackerel. <laughs> yes, but that's normal for Tony. Yeah, I think true. he used holy mackerel in the last episode, didn't he? Well, yeah, when they were talking the, oh, well, that one with the fish. Truck, right, right. Yeah, he a tied it into ago. the <laughs> salmon fish. Um, yeah. Holy mackerel. So they're all, yeah, and we've heard Angela before when um, Angela and John, I'm um, sorry, Samantha and Jonathan got into a fight that time. She said, oh, my stars. And we have a friend that also says, oh, my stars. So yes, that we really do. stuck out to me. Um, so they look out and there is a new car parked in the uh, driveway. So they go running out yeah. and Jeffrey has bought a red Porsche. Porsche. Is it Porsche? Okay. Yeah. Are we going to do that? I'm just telling you. Okay. That people at home are going to be like, it's Porsche. <laughs> Porsche, and she's saying it wrong. Okay. I'm sorry. So Porsche. I'm just telling you that. And it's completely obnoxious and also sort of beautiful at the same time. So it is, It's actually a classic 911 or something. It's a really nice one. Yeah. And like, so. Well, it's oh, classic. I didn't look no, up- it probably was a classic. <laughs> right then. It was a brand, <laughs> brand new, new one. one. <laughs> I know, but I, I, and I didn't look up the make or the model of this, but another. It's a nine. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a nine eleven. So if you look at the ground as they are walking around oh, the yeah, car. Oh yeah, this is pretty fantastic. Jeffrey is going to trip on what is the outdoor rug. So it's like, so it's supposed to look like dirt and debris and a little bit of snow but it's actually like a carpet that's down and he his foot gets caught underneath it and he pulls it up a bit so you can totally see it's his carpet see, and that's i a also porsche noticed 911. that's a 1986 porsche 911 oh okay so yeah. that is what it maybe is. A, yeah i think i don't know and i also noticed in this one shot of angela um where they're showing the car from the side you remember the facade that's next to the basketball hoop yes well it's cut off so Either it was a very small house, or it's a shed, or they didn't mean to show that much of it, and you can mm. see where it ends. Because then in the other shots, you just kind of see the edge of it as if it's a, it's a house that extends out. So, Jeffrey's showing them the car, and Angela's like, what, what made you buy this? And he says, well, it was, um, a, it was an agreement between his id and his therapist, mm. and then they out... They outweighed his accountant, so he went ahead and bought it. So, basically, who knows if Jeffrey can actually afford this car, but he bought it anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Tony and Samantha and Jonathan are like ooing and aahing. They're looking all over it. And then Jeffrey says, this baby can do 150 miles per hour 157 miles per hour oh i'm sorry 150 which is insane why would you ever want to go that yeah fast? well exactly because tony's like well good luck with that in the city right um so samantha's excited that there's a phone in the car I and know, it's great not only is there a phone it has voice activated dialing i know which is very siri-esque it is it was it was the original siri but i i bet you like vo- i wonder though but what do you think voice-activated dialing was? Like, you probably hit a button, turn it on, and right. maybe you had to say, In like, nine, 
Eight. Yeah. <laughs> like you probably didn't say somebody's name because oh, you couldn't true. save anything. No, you're right. Six, eight. <laughs> I bet. Send. Right. And then it probably only worked half. And then you had to start all over again. If you messed it up. Right. It wasn't so, like CarPlay or something. <laughs> so Mona comes out and she's like, Jeffrey, great wheels. And he's like, oh, thank you. They cost me an extra $4,000. Mm. And then at some point, Tony kicks the wheel and, right. and Jeffrey's like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so we're sh- we're Leave showing Leave it to Tony here. to kick the wheels, but that's supposed to be a thing, you know. You kick the tires, right, yeah, kick the whatever tires, that is. Yeah. Um, but we're showing here that Jeffrey is very, like, um, particular about his stuff. Yes. And Samantha's like, oh, because when she sees the phone, she's like, can I live in here? He's like, no, but you can visit. Okay, visiting hours are over. Right. Like, he wants everybody out. He's like, no fingerprints, all that stuff. Right. But then he does tell Angela that he wants her to think of this as their car, mm-hmm. not just his car. And so she's excited that she's going to be able to drive it. And she kind of gets in, checks it out and stuff. So now we go to the next day which I'm assuming is the next day. And it's the Super Bowl. So we look this up, and the Super Bowl aired on January 29? 25th. Oh, 25th. Yeah, so like, this would oh, have been the Tuesday. Oh, because this 27th. This was at right after it. Yeah, this would have been the... Uh, uh, Who's the Boss aired on Tuesday? So it would have been the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. But now the interesting thing is, so Angela is... Wearing a Super Bowl cap. Samantha's wearing a Super Bowl shirt. Right. They say the word Super Bowl, which now... You can't do that. I, um... Because it's Super Bowl is owned by the people who... The NFL, essentially. Right. So which if is why you, you can't say Super Bowl. you got to pay to say it. But unless inter- you're airing the Super Bowl. Right. But they were not. But we can say it, and I think it's be said in the news. I think for news you can. But, like... But, um, the thing is about... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What were we going to say? Well, you looked it up. and Right, CBS I did look it up. So I'm it. like, oh, when we were watching this, I'm like, that's the Super Bowl logo from that season, from that year. They both have it. Like, it must have been on ABC, and they're, like, cross-promoting, you know? Right. But it wasn't. It was on yeah, CBS, right? Yeah, that's the right? bizarre that thing about made, it. It just tells me ABC must have still been doing something to promote, like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it must have been it's looser weird... back then, like... Now they wouldn't do any cross promotion, I don't think, between the networks or the Super Bowl. But yeah, because they were on separate networks. So it, it wasn't was, like it was on all the networks. Yeah, but maybe back then it was more like a, you could say it. So why not just tie in the Super Bowl to whatever you're doing? Yeah, it was interesting. It's just an interesting thing. I fi- I figured it was like that week, like CBS. I'm sorry, ABC probably had a bunch of shows reference the Super Bowl because since they had it that year. Right. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. And maybe they had like a special commercial or something that ran in between these two segments that had to do right, that's with something what, Super Bowl-esque. Yeah. Or a contest maybe it was going on. Yeah. Or, it is very interesting. It is. Anyway, so, I, we're talking about it too much. Angela is very excited for her su- first Super Bowl. And I thought it was mm. so cute how she like cozies up next to uh, Samantha with her arm around her. I know. Jonathan, who knows where he is? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Jonathan's out in tra- playing in traffic. <laughs> So Tony comes in and he's like, all right, Super Bowl fans, I've got your room temperature brie and um, pate. He has everything that he thinks that Angela is going to enjoy since she is sitting down and watching the Super Bowl. And Sam's like, that's wimp food. And he (laughs) says, well, I know, 
but Angela only watches one game a year, and I want to make it special for her. Mm, immediately saying that's her wimp food. Right. <laughs> so Sam just insulted Angela. So Angela's even looking at the plate, or you can't really call it. I mean, I, I would say these are charcuterie dishes, not such a, a board, because he didn't just go to Home Depot no, and get a slab of wood. but. No. Uh, he does have it arranged nicely. And she's kind of giving the food a look. And he's but, like, what's wrong? Like, he, Tony gets very insulted if you start to get a, a nasty look on your face around his cooking. I know. I mean, the thing is, though, like, the way Angela likes to eat, you should know she doesn't want that crap. Right? Yeah, that is true. I mean, I guess because it's not chocolate. Like, if he brought out cake, oh, okay. she'd That's be all fine. over it. But maybe she yeah. normally doesn't, like, eat But like the Thanksgiving wings episode. and stuff like that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, not Thanksgiving, the Christmas one. I know, he but, made... you know, it always... Angela changes to fit what they need for the storyline. Okay. So he wants to know what's wrong with his food. And she's like, well... I mean, there's no nachos or hot dogs, yeah. or barbecue chips. Yeah. She says, I want to oink out with the rest of the country. That's right. <laughs> that Super is, Bowl. Yeah, exactly. That is so true. I don't care at all about sports no. or the Super Bowl. No. But I did eat that day. Yeah, this past Super Bowl, we, we had a feast. We did. We it ate was a lot. glorious. Yeah. So many carbs. It was. Um, we were okay. carboloading for so, nothing. <laughs> Tony's like, okay. Oh, yeah, right. There was no exercise the following night. No, no. Um, so Tony's like, okay, I'll run out to the grocery store and I'll go get us some real scarf food. Scarf. Um, and then Sam's like, Dad, you're going to miss kickoff. And Angela's like, oh, I'll go because all kickoffs look the same to me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> She's like, and I'll drive Jeffrey's car. Mm. So Tony's like, oh, are you sure? He's like, you know, be careful. Make sure that you don't ride the clutch and all this stuff. Because earlier, um, Jeffrey asked Angela, do you know how to drive a stick? And right. Tony said yes, which I didn't realize that the van was a stick, but yeah. I guess that makes sense. How would sense. you know the van's a stick or not? Uh, yeah, exactly. But I guess it's just so old that it wouldn't have had a choice. Wow, yeah. So he tells Jeffrey, yeah, she's great. She's so responsible. She replaced the transmission. I'm not so sure that that was a joke a, a, a glaring, or a lie. Right. Or I think a that glaring might, endorsement. Right. <laughs> yeah, she replaced the transmission because she destroyed it. Right. I think Angela really could have destroyed the transmission on Tony's van. Yeah. But why she would ever Driving get van inside that town. thing in the begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she. smells in there. <laughs> <laughs> not Tony. He <laughs> yeah, keeps true. it clean. That's true. Um, it's just old. Yes, it's just old and all beat up. But maybe she had to like pick up a piece of furniture or something, so she took the van. Okay. Whatever. So, you know, he's mit to, he's telling her be very careful and don't forget the cheese doodles. Mm -hmm. So then she runs out the door and then he looks at Sam and he's like, "You like cheese doodles? You gotta have the cheese doodles." And I only almost feel like that was an ad lib. Yeah, like maybe he just kind of threw it out there. Yeah. Um, so now we cut to Sam, Tony, and Mona sitting on the couch watching the Super Bowl. And if you notice behind them, something is back on the table, which is the photo of Jonathan and Angela. So when we first started watching this episode, I, that was driving me crazy. So I was looking to see if this episode was shot like right after... Um, semi-private lies, which is right. the last time we saw that picture, but it wasn't. But then it plays into the episode a little later. 
So they're watching, they're in, um, getting on in the game, and Jonathan comes in. So here's the one other part that Jonathan has in this episode. Oh, I think... Um, okay. Oh, yeah, Jonathan comes in. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking it's cut on this feed, but maybe it's... But we always saw this one. The one you have. Oh, right. I was, oh, so I'm was watching it? the antenna. I don't know oh, what's okay. on here. Um, so Jonathan comes in and he says, Hey, guys, do you want to watch them chop down... Oh, it says Mr. Willow. Does it say whose tree it is on your... I don't version? have it. I really don't have this scene. Oh, wow. Interesting. It's not on the antenna okay. TV scene. So then, yeah, that's even weirder that Jonathan really disappears after the first part. So... The neighbors are having a tree cut down, and Jonathan wants to know if they want to go outside and watch. And Tony's like, get out of here. Right. <laughs> like, he's really kind of mean to Jonathan, I know. And then, um, so Jonathan's like, okay, whatever. And he leaves to go watch the tree come down. So Angela comes in at the same time, and she's like, I've got some bad news. And he's like, I knew right, it. immediately thinks the car. No, I knew it. He's like, you, you cream the car. She's like, no, they just didn't have any footlong hot dogs. So I had to get cocktail franks. Mm. and Maybe some little smokies. <laughs> and Tony's like, oh, that's fine. We'll just line them up in the hot dog bun. And no, no one will know the difference. <laughs> so <laughs> he grabs the food from her and they sit down and Angela's talking about, oh, Mona asks her, how's the car? And she's like, it's perfection. I went from zero to 15 in eight seconds. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> she probably was driving this thing so slowly. Tony's like, I hope you didn't get whiplash. <laughs> um, and Angela says to Mona, mother, I need you to move your car because you're blocking the driveway. Yeah. So from what I can piece together... When well, Angela, Mona finally has a car. Oh, you're right. She's got off the bike. Yeah, she has referenced the car before, but yeah. then she's also taken Angela's. That is a good yeah. point. Yeah. And then why is it blocking? Why isn't it parked where it needs to be? Well, I think she did. So she probably pulled into the driveway, but Angela needs the car out of the driveway because she has to pull the car all the way into the garage. But how did she get it out of the garage? Mona wasn't there yet. When she left, Mona wasn't here. That's a good point. Okay. And then Mona yeah, showed right. up. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So that's what I've pieced together. Trying to together. poke so. some holes in this story. <laughs> I can't. Well, Mona was out doing Mona things right. up until she had a date before the Super Bowl. Of course she did. And then when Angela was gone, she pulled the car into the driveway. So then Angela pulled Jeffrey's car into the driveway, but behind Mona. And so oh, now needs to, her to move her car. That makes more sense. Also, if you notice, um, Judith Light, or yeah, I'll say, or Angela, whatever, she sets the um, jacket that she was wearing on the table behind the couch, and then it slides right off. I know. <laughs> but then when they go to a different shot, it's back up there. Yeah, it's, it's right there again. Yeah, it's funny. I love that. Rarely you see, I know, but you hardly see that stuff in this show. Yeah, they. it really is, I think because they shot it so... Such a breakneck. Like they pace. did one, they did one shot or they did two and that's it. And there's yeah. another, I don't know if these, I feel like the, some of this stuff is pieced together from the dress rehearsal to the, they did two shows at um, a taping because you're going to see in oh, another wow. scene where Angela's hair is going back and forth mm. for, to different hairstyles. Okay. So, um, 
So the jacket falls on the floor, and Mona's like, who cares about the car? And she's like, well, it's just out there in the elements. In the elements. And Mona says, and it's turbo flu season. (laughs) So right then the phone rings. Yeah. (laughs) Tony answers it, and it's Jeffrey. And so Jeffrey's saying something to Tony on the phone, and Tony's like, oh, you miss her. That's sweet. And Angela's like, oh, he's so romantic. And then Tony's like, oh, Angela, yeah, she's here too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You miss her. You know what she's talking about. Right. How's the car? So he gives Angela the phone and she starts talking to Jeffrey. And then it, n- now apparently Jeffrey's saying something very right, dirty. Apparently phone sex is starting <laughs> in the middle of the living room. Because she's got to go take the call upstairs. Right. She's like, I'll take this upstairs. Mm. They're all kind of looking at her. Um, so she puts the phone down and then says to Tony, can you go move Jeffrey's car into the garage? I mean, come on, it's Sunday. Right. Leave Tony alone. He already made you food you didn't eat. Now he's right. going to make new food that you brought home. And then, you you know, he's got to cook up them little smokies. Right, exactly. He had to clean the garage extra. It's Super Bowl. So she throws him and uh, Jeffrey's keys and goes upstairs. Now, if you remember how phones worked when we yeah, were kids. I do. She, now, Angela has to run upstairs, pick up her bedroom phone. And then Sam's going to have to know that she's picked up the line and then hangs up the phone. I don't think there's enough time here. Sam just hangs up that phone. Yeah, she's like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm ready to watch the Super Bowl again. So now Mona and and, uh, Sam are watching the Super Bowl. They're talking about blitzes and I don't even, I don't understand this stuff. Mona doesn't understand this stuff. Mm. Blitzes. um, (laughs) So Tony's outside trying to move the cars real quick so that he doesn't miss anything. And he does miss like a Blitz and, and a something, but I think Mona thinks the person's name is Blitz. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and she's like, well, here comes the Blitz. And then Samantha says, oh, but he made the play. Uh, meaning, because then the Blitz means all the, all the defense is coming in. They're just going for the quarterback, right? Out of the gate. Okay, okay. But then she said, oh, he made, but the quarterback, usually they just take the quarterback gets tackled and the play's over. But if they get away from the blitz, that means they make the play. So then she's like, oh, he made the play. But I guess because Samantha said, here comes the blitz. Right, she thought it was like Mona the refrigerator. Thought, that's, all right, that's yeah. somebody's name. Who's blitz? That's funny. Kind of a funny <laughs> that scene. That's cute. Um, and Sam's like, oh, dad's going to die that he missed all this. And then Tony comes in. He says, what did I miss? She says, nothing. nothing. Yeah. So Tony comes back in and he's like, okay, Mona, I need your keys. So what I can piece together here is now Tony's moved Jeffrey's car out of the driveway into the street. Mm-hmm. Now he needs Mona's keys so he can get That's her car point. back onto the street and then bring Jeffrey's car into the driveway, into the garage. But some exciting stuff starts happening on the screen. Mm-hmm. So... Tony's trying to leave, but he keeps getting called back. He's doing little dances because he caught the keys. <laughs> He's ho ho hoing a lot. There's <laughs> what is happening? There's snapping. There's popping. Very Tony. The dancing is funny. And in the background, you hear the low hum of a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So he's trying. So as he's running back out again, Angela comes down the stairs, and she hears that the there's a chainsaw going, and she's like, "Tony, what is Jeffrey's car still doing out 
on the street. Oh, boy. And he's like, well, I, I had to get Mona's keys and just stop wa- worrying about the car so much. Like, I want to watch this play. And then they hear a terrible sound. And that is a tree falling on to, <laughs> to yep. Jeffrey's car. So they're all looking at each other like, what was that? Like, that couldn't be, right? And then the little pathetic horn sound is my favorite. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so they all go to the door and they look outside and Jeffrey's car has been smashed by the neighbor's tree that came down. Mm, boy. No. Jonathan was out there witnessing all of this. Wouldn't he no one cares that maybe in? Jonathan's under the tree. <laughs> like, seriously, did Danny Pintaro have to go home? I don't uh, understand why school. he's not in any more of this episode. So, yeah. yeah like strange. Now I'm worried that Jonathan could have been under the tree. Okay, so... They, now we they cut to nighttime. Super Bowl must be over. They they have must they probably missed most of it. They didn't get to see the halftime show. Well, Ooh. yeah, especially oh, with we, that. We oh, looked yeah. up that the halftime show it was, was the Beach Boys. Yes, nice. <laughs> so, so they might have missed the Beach Boys. Tony's like, I can't believe such an expensive car like squishes so much. And if you look behind Tony, there is the steering wheel of the car now hanging on one of the coat racks by the front door. (laughs) So Tony's trying to come up with a plan. He's like, we're going to tell Jeffrey that terrorists stormed the house. Oh, my gosh. And then they stole the car. I mean, that... Wasn't the car out front? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Oh, no, maybe it's not. Well, the car was supposed to be in the garage. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but... Yeah, when he shows up, they must have moved the car. Maybe they had it towed away. It, it is, yes. All they have left is the steering wheel. He, Tony tells him that you can see the rest at the uh, tow yard. So Angela's like, stop it. You know, Jeffrey is a rational human being. When he gets here, I'm just going to tell him what happened, and he'll deal with it. So Jeffrey shows up, and Mona's like, okay, I'm out of here. And she yeah, I'm right. She away. don't have anything to do with it. <laughs> So uh, Jeffrey comes inside. He's very happy to see Angela. She asks, uh, or Tony asks how things in Beantown were. And then he starts singing Everything's Coming Up Roses. Yeah, I couldn't find any reference to Me either. Boston so I, and that song, like the connection. Yeah, it's from Gypsy. And I... The only thing I can figure is like... He, I've he never seen good, it, so... He had a good know, whatever, of, sales... I don't know what the hell he does. Yeah. But he's an insurance salesman, I okay, think. Okay, so maybe he sold things are going well in his life. Yeah, he's got yeah. Angela, he's got the Porsche, he's got made an awesome sale. So everything's coming up roses. Because right. I thought maybe there must be a Boston reference to that. And if anybody knows of one, yeah, please let us know. Cause... Call a voicemail. <laughs> so Jeffrey's like, I've got something to tell you, and I can't wait. And Angel's like, oh, okay, well, great. I've got something to tell you, too. Yep. And he says that he closed the Phillips deal, and I guess that's no, good see, news. that's why it's coming up roses. Right. And Angela says, "We total, I totaled your car. Yeah. And Jeffrey at first thinks she's kidding. So he's like, oh, he's laughing. And then Tony hands him the steering wheel, which is all that is left of his car. And he tells him, you have to go to Acme... Um, salvage right to, to see the rest all right so they, they explain then the car's gone yeah. and then yeah, tony hands him the steering wheel it's yeah. so awesome <laughs> jeffrey's upset but he's like you know how angela you're okay like what happened he's not really like angry upset yet mm. and so they're trying to explain well you know 
mother's car. She's like, I took your car to the grocery store. And then when I came home, mother's car was in the driveway. So I parked behind her. And he's like, wait, you parked my car in the driveway? And mm. Tony's like, yeah, but in the shade. Um, <laughs> so shade. then she explains that Tony was trying to move the car. He's like, wait, you let somebody else drive my car? And she's like, well, just a few feet. Or, or Tony says that. Right. Um, and so now Jeffrey is starting to get angry. She's like, the good news is that we have a great lawsuit because the tree from the neighbor's house fell on top of the car. I think they're just going to sue the neighbors. I know. Or the tree or company. The tree company, yeah, I guess. Probably. Uh, so they're trying to explain to Jeffrey. He's getting visibly angry now. And they're explaining to him, like, you know, you have insurance, and then tomorrow you can just go get a brand new Porsche. Right. And he's like, I don't want that one. I want mine. Mm. Because so, it had the phone and the fancy wheels. Right. Yeah, but I mean, they probably could replace with the same True. one. True. So Angela tells him he's being childish, and he tells her she's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's ridiculous. You care more about that car than you do about me. And now she's like, aha, you've always been jealous of her. <laughs> her, he's had the car he's had for like a day and a half. <laughs> right. You've always been jealous yeah. of the car I've had for a day and a half. <laughs> and Angela's like, that's crazy. And then he's like, oh, now you're calling me crazy. So things are escalating. It's not going well. Um, and Tony's trying to jump in there and help. And Angela's like, don't butt in, you know, you don't need to fight this for me. But Tony's like, it's not your fault. If you're going to blame anyone, like blame me, because I was the one that was moving the car. So Jeffrey's like, you just clearly don't know me at all or understand my feelings. So maybe we should just end this right now or dissolve the relationship is what he says. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he just he's ready to break up. Yeah. He's done. And Angela's like, uh, okay, then I think that we should. Yeah. So he out. storms out, and Tony's like, don't worry, he'll be back. And then Jeffrey storms back in, but only to come get a steering wheel. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> he so shoves it underneath his wants arm. Wants a steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. And then he storms out again. And Tony's like, well, I didn't really say that he would stay. So now, this is all still the same day. Tony goes into the kitchen later, later that night. Who knows what time it is now? Mm-hmm. And he asks, Angela's in there. She has all everything out of the cabinets and is trying to peel contact paper, shelf liner, to put down in the cabinets. So she's all upset. Now she's coming into his office and just messing shit up. Yeah. That's Tony's domain. Right. Go contact your, uh, your office. Whatever that thing is in the back of the house that we've never seen. So he asks her, what are you doing? And she says, piddling. Which I had never heard that book. I mean, I had heard that. None of this is on antenna. Oh, interesting. Because I watched, so I watched the Canadian version to see if they had any more scenes. Because it felt like some of this was cut. And it wasn't on the Canadian version either. Hmm. And this is a very important scene I think it is too. That's an interesting scene to cut off. It is, because it basically gives Tony his motivation for the rest of the episode. Right. Um, Okay, so she says she's piddling. I had never really heard that besides when, like, a dog pees when they get excited. But you looked it up, and it just means, like, doing, like, mundane tasks. Yes. So um, he comes in, and he, you know, wants to know if she's okay. And he says he's sorry again. 
And she's like, it's nothing to be, it's not your fault that he is immature and repressed and compulsive and neurotic (laughs) and obsessive and a juvenile excuse for a human being. And then Angela says, to think we actually rubbed noses. Oh, God. But they've slept together. I was going to say, I hope they did more than rub noses. (laughs) Or I think they did. They rubbed more than noses. Unless she's, unless that's her way of saying that they slept together without saying it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, that's her slang. Like, (laughs) just Angela. Angela's slang for getting it on. (laughs) We rub noses. so funny. You know what I mean. So the whole time, she's still trying to peel the contact paper. Um, And... Tony's like, he's this guy's really got you upset. And she's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm a rock. I'm an island. And <laughs> from the that's from that Simon and Garfunkel song. Oh yeah. That's right. I am a rock, I am an <laughs> island. <laughs> um Judith is so good in this scene too, because like this is a sitcom. You obviously don't want to go too deep, but she has a really good way of like adding in enough emotion without going overboard. Mm-hmm. And you can you can see at two different points here where she's trying not to cry. Um, so she says to Tony, you know, the thing that's most upsetting is that I couldn't even compete with a car. And he's like, no, you are top of the line. You're a top of the line Lamborghini. And he starts telling her all these really nice things that, She's like a super snazzy racing car with a with a stripe down the side, <laughs> and um, he's making her feel good, and he means it. Like he's yeah. not. Oh yeah, he's being sincere. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, Angela Bauer to him is is a racing car <laughs> with a, a car with nice a stripe. stripe. Yep. <laughs> and um, so as she's like walking away, I think that's the first time that she you can tell she's playing it as if Angela is trying not to cry. Um, so, you know, he's still trying to make her laugh, saying, you know, he would know because he subscribes to Car and Driver and stuff. Um, and so... <laughs> like the comparisons. <laughs> what are you talking about? So Tony's like, I'm sure that Jeffrey's going to want to patch things up. And then she's like, I don't know that I want to patch things up. Okay, so now here, and you don't have this scene, but here's where Judith Light's hair starts to go wonky. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember you said this. From one angle, you can see that the back of her hair is up. Mm-hmm. And then in the next front shot, her hair is all askew. It's like completely falling out of the side. Mm. The back is a mess. Oh, yeah. What the heck's <laughs> going on there? So, and so she sits down and, you know, again, she's saying like, I thought that Jeffrey and I had something special, but all this is is another failed relationship. And I think that's another reason why Angela is so upset here because she's just like, doesn't have a lot of luck in relationships. Mm. And... I don't know if it's so much Jeffrey that's making her upset or just the fact that she couldn't make it work with someone like Jeffrey. Um, yeah, I mean, she's feeling a little down. Yeah. So, yeah, her. So, I don't know if this was the dress rehearsal hair or what, but then they will cut back and her hair goes back up to the way it was. So, hmm. there must have been something with that scene that didn't work in one of the oh, tapings. Yeah, it's all so, over then the place. they. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It is. And it's, it's funny, too, because. So, I've heard that. Tony Danza used to like to run this show like a play, and he wanted it to go as smoothly and as quickly as possible because he would joke that he wanted everyone home in time for Jeopardy. Hmm. So uh, Judith Light and 
Catherine Hellman used to actually have races to see who could get through hair and makeup for the next scene the fastest. Mm. And you can tell a lot of times, like, you know, when they start with an Angela hairstyle and have to move on to the next one, that a lot of her updos are like falling out. And probably because someone was trying to shove her hair up in like a minute and a half as someone else was changing her clothes. True. So Angela gets up and she's like, you know what? This thing with Jeffrey, it was tying me down anyway. Like all those fancy dinners and Broadway shows Mm. and all the weekends away in the country. So that must have been. (laughs) Remember we were discussing that Jeffrey never spent the night and Tony didn't have anyone over? Yeah, that's right. So they must have been going away to the country every weekend. Yeah. Um, And so. Yeah, they weren't at Jeffrey's. Yeah. Because of his roommates. <laughs> Maybe Jeffrey lives with his mom. Maybe. I don't Yeah. But then. Yeah. Well, you need to focus on getting out of the house and not buying Porsches. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But he's already so rich. So I, I don't know. Okay. Um, so she's like, you know what? I'm starting to feel better already. And then Tony's not buying it at all. But she's like, um, if you don't mind, I think I'd like to be alone right now. With her so, contact paper. Yeah. <laughs> Which she still has not gotten you can't the corner peel it of. Off. I know. It's awesome. Um, so Tony gets up to leave, and you can tell Angela's just trying to get him out of there because she's probably going to cry. And then she is trying to get the corner off, still can't get the corner yes. off, and then just slams it on the counter. <laughs> Struggling. So now we go to the scene that you have next on Antenna TV. Right. Which is the doorbell ringing. Tony runs downstairs, answers the door, and it's Jeffrey. Like, we've never seen him before. Just disheveled. (laughs) He's a mess. He hasn't shaved. He says, you look like you haven't eaten or slept. And as Jeffrey walks by, he goes, or showered. Yeah. Um, And Jeffrey's like, I need to talk to you. And he's like, sure, I can get you a cup of coffee or a glass of juice or some Airwick. (laughs) Airwick. That bad, huh? So wait, is Airwick? So... It's candles, right? Or is it also spray? I think it was, um, I don't know if it's spray. I think it was just air freshener. Okay. Um, I mean, then, I don't think they had, did they have sprays? Not like Febreze type of sprays. No, not a Febreze. But but maybe like a cleaning. Oh, no. Okay, so wait. I remember when I was a kid. (laughs) Here we go. My parents had these things, and it was a plastic thing that went on the wall and there was a little aerosol can in there, and I think they were in bathrooms. Oh, yeah. And you could press it, and it would spray. Oh, right. Remember right. those? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was air, an yeah, Airwick. that might have been an Airwick product. Um, I just thought that even back then, we had the plug-in ones, the ones that plugged into the walls. Yeah. I feel like I remember that more towards high school. Hmm. But that's way, Yeah, that technology is way, <laughs> way advanced. <laughs> um, so... Jeffrey says, you're looking at a tortured man. Mm. Um, Oh, no, he says, you're looking at a desperate man. Same thing. And so Tony thinks he's talking about the car. So he's like, well, have you considered getting a BMW? (laughs) And then Jeffrey says, what have I done? You have no idea how special Angela is. And you can't imagine what it's like being (laughs) being crazy about her. Referencing the car. <laughs> <I know. laughs> being crazy about her and not being able to have her. Oh, boy. And then Tony says, well, I've got a pretty good imagination. Yeah. So I feel like this is really the first time that he's vocalized 
to anyone. I mean, not that he thinks Jeffrey's going to get this. Right. But this is basically Tony saying out loud, like, no, I'm pretty into her and I can't have her. Right. Um, and aside from that one, like, drugged up, I love you from the end of season two, I think that's like, really the first time that he's vocalized that for the audience to hear. Um, so... Jeffrey's going on and on about how like he can't take it being without her and he mm. cannot lose her. And then he reaches behind him on the table, picks up the picture that is only <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> funny. That only gets displayed certain weeks of the year and starts like <laughs> kissing all over it and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so Tony takes the picture out of his hands and he's like, You're getting your nose prints all yeah, over it. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> and then this is my favorite part. He puts it back down on the table behind him. Jeffrey reaches for it again and Tony smacks his hand. <laughs> no. That's so awesome. <laughs> He smacks his hand away, and it looks like the actor, Robin Thomas, is trying oh. not to laugh. You know what? Um, I'm a little bit behind, but you know what was um, interesting about that? When he grabs the picture the first time, let me see if I can rewind it. He grabs the picture the first time. He's ru- It's like he's rubbing noses with her. Oh, that's right. See, why? Yes, he is. He's, he's rubbing. Like- <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't notice that before. Okay, so yeah, we've seen them rub noses. They must nose- rub noses a lot. Yes, and we've seen them, I think they they have done that um, on the show at some point already. And then she referenced it, and now he's rubbing his nose on her. Right, <laughs> and then picture. the other thing that we noticed is when Tony smacks his hand, Jeffrey Turn, the character, I don't know. Robin Thomas. Turns and he's laughing. Yes. There's yeah. no way he's not laughing. No. Like he turns his face away from the camera. Yeah. Sorry, I turn my face away from the microphone. And then he like covers his face. And you can just tell he's laughing. Because it's so ridiculous. I wonder if it was ad-libs. I know. I would love to get a hold of some of these old scripts to see what I'd exactly love to know if that was there. ad-lib because yeah. it looked like it was. Uh, the smack is great. So, you know... Tony's trying to say, you know, why, why don't you just tell her how you feel and it'll be fine. And then Jeffrey's like, no, I can just. So Jeffrey hasn't actually tried to talk to Angela yet. He's come straight to Tony because at first I right. thought that he, here he's saying, no, I can just see it. I'll show up and she'll slam the door in my face. But like none of this has, has happened. He's just figuring that if he tries to apologize, that she's not going to accept any candy or flowers or Cartier necklaces and that she will send him away and then he's not going to eat and he's not going to sleep and he's going to neglect all of his Mm -hmm. clients and he's going to lose everything and then he'll end up in a shelter and he'll have to eat pea soup. (laughs) And... (laughs) And then Tony's like, sometimes they put little croutons in it. Yeah, they put the croutons in there. (laughs) Has he had this pea soup? Or he's just assuming that they put croutons in it? He's just trying to make it a little bit better. Yeah, trying to make Jeffrey feel better. So Jeffrey's like, you know, I've always felt that we kind of had a little bit of a friendship going. And I need your help now. (laughs) Please talk to her. She'll listen to you. She thinks the world of you. Um. Again, oh, shouldn't that be a red flag? I know, right? <laughs> like Jeffrey, she thinks the world of this super hot guy who lives in her house. Right. He's so already in the house. You might you might want to have a serious conversation about that before you go any further. Um, so, you know, he's like, just tell me. Tony just wants Angela to be happy. And he's like, if you can tell me that Angela's happy, then I'll go away and I'll never come back. 
And Tony's like, you know, I don't, how, why do I want to let you get back together with her? Because you really hurt her, and how right. I know you're not going to do that again. Right. But he promises that he won't. So now Tony's thinking, well, eh, do I tell him that she's happy, or do I tell him that she's not? And now we get some serious 80s sitcom cheese. Yeah, this <laughs> The angel and the devil on the yes. shoulders. And this was like, I mean, this had to be the beginning of green screen, right? Like, yeah. at least, well, with, I, not I, the beginning, but early in green screens. Well, and it's multiple effects. Like, it's not only a green screen, but there's three Tonys on the screen. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there had to be a tip roll, different roll in for each. Yeah, it was a lot going on. Yeah. Here. So there's a little devil on one of his po- shoulders. Post production. And is telling him to, you know, just tell him she's happy and get him out of here. You don't want this jerk hanging around anymore. And then on his other shoulder is a little Tony that's dressed like an angel. And he's telling him, come on, you know that she's not happy and you have to tell the truth. Right. And Tony's whipping his head back and forth to Jeffrey can't see either of those little angel, the angel right. or the so devil. Tony so Tony looks just, nuts right. just start moving his head back and forth. <laughs> for. And Tony's like, okay, all right. She's not happy. So then Jeffrey says, oh, thank you, Tony. You're an angel. And Tony looks at his shoulder. Right. But Jeffrey calls everyone angel. So yeah, I know. it's yeah. fine. And he's like, I'm prepared to beg. And Tony's like, you're way past begging. You're like, you're already into groveling. And right. Jeffrey's trying to hug on him and kiss him. And he's like, listen, I'll do it. But you just need to go and shave your face. <laughs> you scratched like, up Tony's skin. Yeah. Shave your face. Take a shower. Um, so now Jeffrey is left to go do whatever he needs to do to make himself presentable. And Tony finds Angela now in the living room organizing the books. <laughs> At least she's not in his kitchen anymore. I wonder if yeah. she made a mess and then just left everything there or if she actually completed that task. Yeah, she's got to keep herself busy. Yeah. So she says that she's been wanting to alphabetize these for a long time. And she's going through all the authors, Boswell, Browning, and Tony says, where's the Jackie Collins? And she says, in the bathroom. <laughs> Funny. I know, and it's so true because, I, well, I proudly display my romance novels, but many people don't, and they didn't for sure back then. So I think, I think that's funny. It's always like a dirty little secret. Yeah. Um. So he picks up Chaucer, and he's like, "Oh, um, his first name is Jeffrey with a G," and so he's trying to get her to talk about Jeffrey, and she doesn't mm-hmm. want to. And he's like, "Okay, well, let me just see. Like, say you're walking down." Lexington Avenue. No, no, Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue is first, yeah. Yeah, and you run into Jeffrey. Would you say hello? She says, probably not. Okay, well, say you're walking down Madison Avenue and you see Jeffrey. Would you say hello? Why does the street... (laughs) It doesn't matter, I guess. I have no idea. (laughs) Then she says no. So he's like, okay. Say you're walking down Lexington Avenue and then you look up and you spot Jeffrey 40 floors up and he's going to jump. Do you tell him not to jump? And she thinks about it for a moment, and then she says, how many floors again? Yeah, no, right, <laughs> debating. And she's like, fine, I would tell him not to jump. And he's like, okay, great, then come here. And he drags her over to the front door, opens it up, and Jeffrey's standing there. And she says, don't jump. And then she slams the door back yeah, in his face. that's funny. <laughs> and Jeffrey is holding a box of chocolates and yeah. a big bouquet of red roses. Chocolates, he knows. Yeah, the chocolates for sure. I bet there's walnuts in there. Mm-hmm. Some chocolate chips. I bet. 
Maybe those are brownies even. Um, Wow. (laughs) You hungry? (laughs) Yes, always. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then he's like, listen, Jeffrey's a mess and he misses you and he just wants a chance and you're not happy. So he showered and everything. Will you please just try and say something? And talk to him. Yeah. And she's like, okay, fine. I'll talk to him. So he's like, great. I'll I'll go see if he, I can catch up to him. And he's still standing right there. (laughs) (laughs) So he lets Jeffrey in and then he gives him some privacy. He goes in the kitchen. Mona comes in and she's like, is Jeffrey's car out there? And he's like, yes, Jeffrey's back. Um, and she says, great. The return of the living dud. (laughs) (laughs) Wah, wah. Mona jokes. Um, and he's like, right now they're out there kissing each other on the nose. Mm. <laughs> he should have said that yeah, they're rubbing, rubbing noses. noses. But maybe that's what rubbing noses is? I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was the, just rubbing noses. Right. The two noses rubbing. Okay. So, Aunt Mona's like, you're so selfish. You Like, why didn't you think of how I would feel in any of this? <laughs> but Tony's like, listen, it's Angela. <coughs> and she was really upset. She wasn't happy without him. So... You know, I had to do it. Right. He's like, plus, you should have seen this guy. He was a disaster, and he was begging me, and, you know, it was really pathetic. So, they start to hear that Jeffrey and Angela are arguing from the living room. So, they're like, wait a minute. You know, maybe this isn't going to work. You know, I did everything I could, so it's not my fault. And they're fighting over who is going to pay the deductible (laughs) on his car. (laughs) After all that. (laughs) So... He's going to go out. If Tony doesn't realize that at first, he thinks he should get out there and break up the fight before it gets ugly. And Mona's like, no, 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 no let, it, let get it get ugly. Yeah, that's funny. So after they Very argue Mona. about who's going to pay the deductible, um, they make up. Like, they're not really arguing. They're just, mm. you know, trying to say that she wants to pay the deductible, but he doesn't think she should. And then he tells her, you know, I realized something while we were apart. I love you. Mm. And that's when Tony opens the door. Mm. So <laughs> look at Tony's little face too. As no, no, so pathetic. <laughs> so he tells Angela he loves her, and then he starts kissing her. And Tony's backing out, back into the kitchen, but his face is really pathetic, like trying to look as long as possible. I know. Um, so now Angela comes into the kitchen. She's getting ready to leave with Jeffrey, and she's holding the bouquet of red roses. She asks Tony, what are you doing? And he says, he's piddling. Piddling. He says it right back. (laughs) Piddling. Um, So he's, I don't know, reorganizing the cabinet that she's now put contact paper down in. So Angela says, Jeffrey's warming up the jag. They're going to go out for a celebration. And he's like, oh, that's really nice. you know." And she says, if it hadn't been for you... Jeffrey and I wouldn't be back together. So she wants to thank him for that. Yep. And he says, you know, I just want you to be happy. And then he asks, like, you are happy, right? And she says that she is. So he's like, all right. And he's like, that's good, because you deserve to be happy with the right guy. And then you hear an obnoxious honking. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And he's like, whoever that guy may be. (laughs) Um. So he's like, okay, well, great. You get going, and I'll take these, and I'll put them in a vase. And he's like, they really are beautiful, but it's too bad they're not pink, right? And she's like, how did you know that pink roses are my favorite? Mm. And he says, you might, you might have mentioned it once. No, and I'm... then he leaves. 
And the pink roses are going to come back in a very subtle way, and I'm going to point it out when we get there. Oh, boy. Oh, wait a minute. What? I thought they were going to come back in a later episode. They're going to come back here. Okay, hang on. Oh, okay. So, they kind of... Yeah, they're in the final... uh, Yes, I didn't realize that, but they're in a different episode, also in a subtle way. mm. Um, Okay, so now they kind of close out on Angela's face thinking about the fact that her housekeeper knows what her favorite hot flowers are. Right. <laughs> her super hot housekeeper, who she thinks the world of, yeah. spends her evenings getting her feet rubbed by, knows her favorite flowers. Um, so, okay, so now for the tag, it is Angela and Jeffrey getting ready to go out on a date. Not the same night, this is a different evening. Right. Yes, and look on the table behind, there are pink flowers oh, on that boy. like side table. And there have always been flowers there, and I know that like Tony, like I think they've mentioned before that he buys flowers for the house, oh. or that will come up in later episodes. But that is interesting that those are pink roses. Yep. So Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey and Angela are and getting the letter. And if it is days later, that's interesting. Yeah, because right? he's like, I'm just going to start filling this bitch with pink roses. Yeah. By bitch, I mean house. Right. Um, <laughs> so- I I hope so. <laughs> Vase. Oh, is that the vase? No, it's not, right? Mm, no, it's not. Okay. I don't think it is. It was a big um, 80s looking one. Yeah. So he says, you know, got big plans. And mm. Angela's like, yep, we're going to go to dinner and a Broadway show. And then we're off for a weekend in the country. Oh, a weekend in the country. Yep. You know what that means. Yeah. Pound town. <laughs> pound country. Oh, pound country. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, right. Because it's not in a town. That's for sure. Um. Wait, what was I just going to say? Oh, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I feel I think Tony's probably like, well, I could never afford to take her to dinner and a Broadway show, like, every single weekend. Yeah, that's true. So they asked Tony, like, what are you planning to do? And he says he's going to curl up with a good book, either Chaucer or Jackie Collins. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. um, and so he tells them to have a good time. They say, you too. And then Jeffrey thanks him again and says, you're a real pal. And Tony shuts the door. And then the little devil and the little angel come back. No, no, they come back again. Yeah. (laughs) Just silly. And um, the little devil says, you're a fool. (laughs) And then the angel comes back and Tony is like, tell him. And he's like, I don't know. Tell him what? You choked. You blew it. Yeah, big chump. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the episode. All right. Um, I, I don't know. Who did rating last? I have no idea. Oh. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. I gave this one a six and a half. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, honestly, as we were watching it now, I enjoy it. I think I enjoyed it a little more. I really mm-hmm. like that I, we caught that Pink Roses reference so early. Um, and, you know, I do like the fact that, you know, it's the first time the audience hears Tony kind of say out loud to someone that he's crazy about Angela mm-hmm. in a roundabout way. Okay. Um, and I liked the the ending part, but like some of the storyline was just kind of weird. Like the Super Bowl thing felt like it was jammed in there. Jonathan disappears. We don't know why. <laughs> Aliens like, abduct Jonathan. <laughs> like seriously, we never see him the rest of the episode. No, that's it. He has nothing to do but to come in and ask if they want to watch the tree. Um, get cut down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, they're just kind of like, there was some structured things in the middle that seemed kind of wonky, but there are other cute parts, but I don't know. 
I'm also getting tired of Jeffrey, so he needs to go. Yeah, we're almost there, right? I think so. Let me see here. This won't be the next one, but... One, two, three. Okay, we have two episodes and then the, Jeffrey's last episode. This is the part where you say what your rating was. Oh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize you were done. Um, uh, I gave it a seven. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Close to your, your rating. Um, I almost thought about dipping it down to 6.5 since you did. Um, but <laughs> um, I'll stick with my, huh? Don't do that. I know. That's why I stuck with my seven. I mean, I'm embarrassed. To, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a fine episode. It had a few laughs. Um, and uh, and yeah, Jonathan did disappear, which was very strange. <laughs> Poor Jonathan. Um, you're right. And the Super Bowl stuff was just kind of like kind of out there. But I'm telling you, there must there had to have been some kind of connection. There had to. Why have did been. they go out of their way to? Yeah, to, I, absolutely. There They're was a contest, the or there was yeah. something that was some kind tied of commercial tie-in. Definitely. Maybe ABC tried to do some, try to jump on the pregame that year before CBS. Something weird was going on there. Anyway, with all that said, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was all right. Episode got the job done. Yeah. Who's the boss around here? Me or my mother or maybe it's you? Um. This I feel like this was a no-brainer for for the boss it was Jonathan. <laughs> I mean, he broke all the eggs. I thought you were going to be serious for a second, and then never. I realized you were going to say something like that. No, I, actually, it is a no-brainer. It's Tony. Yeah. I mean, he he led the whole episode. He the little devil and the and the in the angel telling, and he knew, kind of knew, he kind of thought he wanted to just let Jeffrey go away. <laughs> off into the sunset forever and and he didn't and he actually helped put them back together because he knew that it would make angela happy even though he knows he could make angela happy right um so uh yeah tony was kind of the boss and the hero in this one he he brought it all brought everybody back together made everybody happy again i agree yeah i mean there's no other one here yeah and he's sacrificing yeah what so the one difference, though, is I'm not so sure Tony thinks that he can make Angela happy at this point. Like, Yeah, but it would have been nice to not have Jeffrey in the picture. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, but he wants her to be happy, and he thinks that this is what she needs to be happy. Right. And that she true. would never be happy with somebody like him. Yeah. Um, or that's how I feel, because we, we played that clip a few episodes ago from Tony Danza, and I feel like that's kind of his motivation when he's playing Tony Maselli in these parts, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, obviously this whole script was written around that, but it's kind of just like, he's going to do whatever he can do to make Angela mm-hmm. happy. Yeah. But then in the same point, like it's going to get to a point where I guess he's comfortable just like losing her, which we'll find out in like three episodes that he's not so much, but um, yeah, like he's sacrificing his own happiness. True. Or just, I don't know, like he's hoping to del- delay it long, like keep her happy enough or long enough until he can figure out how to make this work. Um, but yeah, so he's totally the boss here. And then he patches them back up together. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he even, he know he's kicking himself at the end, but his little shoulder buddies are making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's funny that... I love that little part with the angel and devil. It just made it was very cartoon. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Very odd. <laughs> it was, but, it, but it, it's funny. It's all all in the same. Yes, very eighties. Yeah. 
So, okay. Um, so the next episode. Oh, wait, should I do? Okay. Okay. You can reach us at. <laughs> wait a minute. You're not going to do the next episode? Yeah, yeah, I will. But I think I usually say where you can reach us at. Oh, first, you do? No? I oh, don't know. Okay. Maybe not. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't know up from down. I don't know what's only happening. Done, what day of the week is it? How many of these we done? 50 <laughs> 50 something? something of them, I think. And we don't know what we do. We're more than halfway through season three. Wow. Once we hit season four, we're going to be halfway through the entire series. Well, we got to be halfway through season four to be halfway through the series. Oh, do we? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yes, you're right. Okay. So... Don't get too excited. <laughs> you're right. I was going to be very excited <laughs> at the beginning of season four, and now I won't. Okay. Sorry. You can reach us at Who's the Boss Podcast on Instagram, Who's the Boss Pod 1 on Twitter, the Who's the Boss Podcast page on Facebook, or go to anchor.fm slash Podcast, and there you can leave us a voice message. So yes, next time we are going to do hit the road chad which oh was boy yes yeah, one, one of my all-time favorites and has a very special guest star of ray yeah. charles oh i don't know if you're gonna spoil it oh i mean come on yeah ray charles is in it yeah, yeah. it's gonna be great it's okay. a good one thank you everyone bye thanks if you like this podcast please subscribe and give a big thumbs up and tell all your friends and maybe You can tell your grandma, your mother, and your sister or brother. Maybe have no siblings. Tell your dog and cats. Bye.